Hi, Podcast Babe, and welcome to season five of the Podcast Babes podcast. Get ready for inspiring interviews with female podcasters every Monday and a bite-sized podcast hack episode every Wednesday. If you want to learn more about podcast monetization or if you're ready to outsource podcast management, be sure to check out our website at thepodcastwaves.com. Okay, so now let's go into the episode. Hello, welcome to the very last interview that we have on the Podcast Babes podcast for this season, for season five of the Podcast Babes podcast. And it is a very, very important one because Brand Phase is on the show today. Um, Tonya and Michael will be talking about personal branding for podcasters. And I'm super excited to have them on the show because, first of all, they are experts in their field. They are so knowledgeable about this. So that is one reason, but also they have been the sponsor of the Podcast Base podcast for this season. So I'm also planning to ask them a few questions about podcast sponsorships and how it is from a sponsor's perspective. So welcome to the show, Michael and Tonya. Thank you, Anne. Thank you so much for having us on. I am so excited for this interview. But first of all, you are the owners and founders of Brandface. Can you tell us more about Brandface? What do you do there? Sure, sure. So we help people basically differentiate themselves from others in their industry. And when you differentiate yourself, obviously you stand out. You would help attract you know, the kind of people that you want to work with every day. And so personal branding impacts so many levels and, and areas of business that we won't be able to cover all of them here today, <laughs> but we really help through a 3D process we call define, develop, and display. And, and, you know, we can walk through those, you know, if you'd like throughout this interview, but that's what we do. We really help people stand out in their field, help them attract exactly who they want to work with and give them the freedom to build their business the way they want to build their business. Yeah, exactly. Super, super important because also a question that I got a lot is there are so many podcasts out there. Do people need my voice in this space also? Like, do we really need another podcast? Well, the answer is yes, I think we do because you are different from all other podcasters. Yep. And definitely listen to this interview, uh, this episode today, if you want to learn more about how you can stand out. And you also have your own podcast, the Be Bold Branding Podcast. So you know how it is to be podcasters, right? We do. We yes. sure do. And, you know, one of the things that is worthy of pointing out is podcasting being so young and, and still young, right? We hear all the time about the fact that there's two million podcasts, over two million podcasts now. But one of the things people don't pay attention to is the attrition rate. Uh, there's also a lot that fail. Uh, there's a lot of people that get into the industry and they, they do have something to say. They don't know exactly how to say it. And so branding is so very important to podcasters, authors, speakers, coaches, anybody that's forward, salespeople, anybody that's forward facing in their business. Because when people are scrolling through the listeners, you know what they're going to and they get suggestions from their platforms and stuff. You want to be the person you want to have the look, the image that displayed correctly. So they at least stop for a minute and see what it is that you have to say. And it's such a great time to get started on that because, again, you're going to hear about two million podcasts. You're not going to hear about as much about what the failure rate of like 70 percent of that is. So don't be discouraged by how many are coming on. Get in there with what you have to say and then get with a company like us to brand you to stand out. 
And then you'll see, you'll begin to see that engagement grow and grow and grow and your voice get bigger and bigger and bigger. Exactly. And it's such a perfect platform for that to start where you're at and keep growing it as you go. And over the years, mm-hmm. like the episodes that you have, especially when they're branded correctly and when they still align with your brand, they're out there forever, which yeah. is so, so cool. It really is. Exactly. And that's one of the things I was talking about earlier is it impacts so many different areas of your business. We don't have possibly have time to talk about all of them. If you think about it, you know, your brand is infused into every single thing you do, everything. And so that, that brand, that image and that message impacts everything that you do it. And most especially your marketing, how you market yourself. Yeah. And, you know, on all the platforms too. And that's what's right. That's what's important. You know, branding and, and the philosophy that I learned from Tanya about personal branding and then applied that to my own business. I'm in the real estate business and I applied it to my own business. We saw just astronomical success. I bought into the company because I really wanted to participate in this and we've aligned ourselves so great. It's so important because personal branding deals on the why you do what you do, uh, including being a podcaster, right? What What is it that drove you to want, what gave you that voice and drove you to want to share that voice with the rest of the world, right? And find other people that are listening for that voice, all right? The why is so important. So and when it comes to your branding, you have to learn uh, how to infuse that everywhere you show up. So for instance, if you have a social media page, but your social media page does not include what you do as a podcaster, you're missing huge opportunities for listenership. Like huge. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really good point. And we can use your 3D process to figure out how we can use our personal brand for this, mm-hmm. right? Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. It's actually, you know, we look at 77 different criteria when we brand someone. And so it's more in depth than you see on the surface, but you know, that's because that's what we do. But, but on the surface to explain it is pretty easy. It's define, develop, and display. And I'll walk through the define phase really quickly. So in that define phase, you're looking to define who is that ideal customer, that person you wish you could attract to listen to your podcast, to maybe even be a sponsor of your podcast. You know, who are you after? And then the second thing you look at is what is your point of differentiation? As human beings, we all, every one of us has multiple points of differentiation. Well, we've got to kind of pare those down and look at those points that are different about us that our ideal customer would also be interested in and will also help them, impact them in some way. And so we take a look at those two things. And then we come up with a position, you know, positioning you in your space, in your industry to market yourself on. And so that's what we mean in the defined phase. We're looking to define that ideal customer, that point of differentiation about you as a podcaster. And then how are we going to put that out there? How are we going to position you in that space? Mm -hmm, Exactly. And for podcasters, what do you think of those three steps is usually the biggest problem for podcasters? Where is the point where we can improve as podcasters, generally speaking? Okay, you want me to answer that? Yeah. yeah, All right. So pair it in. Okay. So I think there's a couple of different, first of all, the point of differentiation is always harder for somebody because as we like to say, it's, it's hard to see the label when you're inside the jar, right? 
you know that there's so many different things about you and you can maybe articulate several of those, but you don't know how to really package those into one presentable, marketable entity, right? And that's the hardest thing, I think. But I have to say also that ideal customer can stump a lot of people too, because Mm -hmm. we run into this all the time, Ian. Podcasters by nature are very creative people usually, right? And so many podcasters find themselves in this position. They're not just doing podcasting. They also have a job on the side. They might be writing a book or they might be coaching or consulting on the side as well. So sometimes there's two, three different things that you're doing as a podcaster. And podcasting is just one way to get your talents and your skills out there. So there's a lot of confusion there. It's like, okay, well, don't I need one brand for this and another brand for this and then a separate brand for my podcast? And so there's there's like this mass confusion. And as a result, people just like don't do anything sometimes. And so they end up going down three or four different roads. But we like to look at it like this. If you think of the personal brand as the leader, the overarching umbrella way up here at the top, the personal brand should very easily explain why Anne is involved in this, this, and this, right? Not the other way around. So you don't need three different brands for things. You need one personal brand that describes why you're doing these three things. So that simplifies it for a lot of people, especially you creative podcasters, because you know what? I know we have those brains. We get Mm. this, right? So, so I feel like that's where, you know, people tend to get stuck a little bit. That totally makes sense. Yeah. And if you add in sometimes a lot of podcasters, you know, are selling, they're using that as a vehicle to sell their services. Right. So maybe their coach also, or, you know, we, we were just on, uh, we were, was on uh, Brett Swartz uh, podcast yesterday. He is a capital gains tax professional and that uses his podcast as a driver, right. To be able to get clientele. Uh, which is a great way to monetize your podcast, but you need that messaging to be congruent in what you're doing. And then all of you podcasters that are listening to Ann's show, you know that one of the hard things is finding guests to be on your podcast with that fresh material that actually is staying in line with the voice that you've created. And that's really hard. Now, there's platforms that help us do that. Podmatch is a good one. Our good friend, Alex Sanfilippo, is a great guy. He's got a great product. There's other platforms that are out there that'll help you do that and match up with people that can be a guest that fit what you're doing. But knowing, as Tanya said, knowing that ideal customer uh, and knowing your point of differentiation and maintaining the integrity of that is really so important, not just in podcasting, but any business. It's very important. So we don't water down the message and we don't get off track. Yeah. And and as podcasters, you have multiple customers too, right? Mm-hmm. You're trying to attract listeners who you obviously, you know, in a perfect world want to turn into clients. You are trying to attract guests that also have something to offer to your listeners. And if you want to monetize your podcast, you're trying to attract sponsors. So mm-hmm. you've got three people that you're trying to attract and that brand needs to infuse that why and the why you're doing what you're doing. And you can pull all of those things together. And what might seem impossible, what might have seemed impossible to your listeners yesterday, hopefully after listening to us today, they see, oh, wow, this actually is possible. I can explain why I'm doing these three things in my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I think this totally makes sense. And I, this is literally what I've been like struggling with a little bit over the past few years, because yeah, I have like different things going on. I have two different podcasts. And recently I started sharing more about my other podcast, um, which is called Digital Nomad Stories on this podcast and on my Instagram. And really cool to know is that it works really well to tell both audiences like kind of about each other because it's all me. It's all part of exactly. like me and what I do, and it's all podcasting, yeah. <laughs> even though they're completely different. So I think this is such great advice, and I wish I wish I heard this sooner. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you know. Sometimes you got to learn it, right? That's it. <laughs> Sometimes you got to make your own mistakes. Hey, when you're supposed to, it shows up. Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> exactly. Hey, babe, do you like this episode so far? Like me, you have a message to share with your audience, and it is important. In fact, it could change their lives, that is what I believe. But first, you need to be very clear about two things. Exactly who you are trying to help and what you offer them that no one else can. Because it all starts there. It's all about your brand. And Brandface sponsors this podcast. They help people just like you to define, develop, and display a brand that positions you as an authority. It's time to make sure you stand out. Find out more at learnaboutbrandface.com And I also added the link to the show notes so you can just click through there. Okay, now let's get back to the episode. Is there anything else, any like common mistakes or improvements that you have for podcasters? I know that we already talked a little bit about before we hit record about the importance of monetizing a podcast. Uh, Maybe that is uh, also a potential topic that we can talk about a little bit because I'm very passionate about this topic. Sure, sure. Well, to me, there's two ways to monetize a podcast, two basic ways. Number one is attracting the right listeners that you want to do business with who are buying your product or service, right? And so you're educating them about that product or service, just like we do with Be Bold Branding, right? Mm -hmm. We We educate people about personal branding and how important that is. And as a result, we get clients contact who contact us and say, I want to, I want you to brand me. And so that's one way. The other way is actually, you know, monetizing the platform itself by getting a sponsor. And, you know, those sponsors, you need to choose them carefully because they really need to align with something that your listeners will appreciate and will be helpful and impactful for your listeners. So, so if you're, you know, if you have a podcast and you're, you know, you're podcast babes, you know, you teach women how how to be better podcasters and all sorts of anything involving podcasting. Right. But, you know, if you have a sponsor on and they're selling, you know, capital gains tax deferment, right. (laughs) (laughs) That's not necessarily a good fit. So it's going to seem like such a disconnect that an actual advertisement can turn people off. So you have to watch those things. Money should not be your end goal. That's what I want to say about that. Alignment should be your end goal and money should be, you know, kind of like an afterthought. And obviously we all want more money, but it really should be an afterthought. What a long-term goal. Yes, Absolutely. with a long-term goal. Yes. You, you know, we were talking about it before we hit record because it's, we were sort of amazed at, we were really amazed actually that the infancy of sponsorship on podcasts, it's really, really, really undefined right now in a lot of ways. Uh, we reached out to 
a lot, you know, I dare say hundreds of people saying, hey, would you be open to a sponsorship, uh, you know, so we could advertise our brand face product, right? Amazed at all the different responses that we got. All of them were nice, of course, but I mean, we got responses like, I wouldn't even know how to do that. Uh, I, w- I don't have a clue what to charge. I don't want to right. be a sellout is a thought process, right? You know, part of the reasons we do podcasts is to fight against the status quo, is to be different, to to stand out and create, a, you know, a following of your own, a tribe of your own that's not, uh, you know, merchandised through major uh, affiliations and things like that, which I totally get, you know, and so... It's really funny how where we're sitting as podcasters. When you say to somebody, there's 2 million new podcasts out there, you know, 2 million podcasts now, we're over 2 million. Uh, it's amazing because that sounds like a huge number. But when you think about 7.5 billion people on earth, that's not a big number at all. Like that's nothing. And then when you take into consideration the failure rate or the give up rate, you know, there's still a lot of opportunity left in podcasting. But I would encourage your listeners to think about sponsorship because you have to be able in this world to finance the dreams that you have. So even if your goal is to say, I want to help puppy dog lovers learn everything there is to know about puppy dogs, I'm just making something up, right? But uh, if you have to do that, but and I want it to be totally free and I want all my listeners to come on here, you unless you have a bottomless bucket, which most of us do not have, you have to pay for those things like advertisements to push it out to other puppy dog lovers so they hear the good advice that you have. You have to think about your social media advertisements and, and ways and that time you, is and money. Time is a huge money. You have to factor in what is your time worth? Because again, if you're not independently wealthy and just doing it for fun, you know, you're going to have to pay for these things. And the best way to do that is align yourself with a liking kind sponsor that is speaking to your audience also. And then you're not really selling out, if you will. You're you're just perpetuating the good work that you're trying to do. And uh, so I, I really encourage podcasters to think about that because nobody's really defined what it totally looks like yet. And there's a lot of opportunity there on both sides mm-hmm. of that transaction. And let me say this too, Anne, there are agencies out there who will help you find potential sponsors for your show. But what we have found in that is you're going to end up with somebody like Capital Gains Tax Department, right? Oh yeah. Or or anything like that. There well people, you have to reach that download yeah. threshold first mm-hmm. or yeah. nobody will talk to you. And then when you right. reach that download threshold, you have to, you know, like Tanya's saying, you may end up, you know, getting, you know, something that's not even like a, you know, a Campbell soup commercial or something Absolutely. on your podcast, it doesn't really matter to them because they'll, everybody eats soup. So they're like, you know, it doesn't matter what you're listening about. And and that's not necessarily the better way to go. You do have smaller companies that are working on trying to aggregate that for us uh, as podcasters, but we've spent a lot of time interviewing those people too. And the problems with those are again, you sort of have to sell yourself out. Like you sort of have to say, well, okay, I'm going to turn over my podcast and they're going to tell me what commercials I'm going to run or, or, or be voicing myself. Uh, and so you lose some of that control, but individual sponsorships, company to company, you still can maintain some integrity. 
to not only your purpose, but the, your listeners and why that this sponsor would matter. to. Yeah, true. You want it to be a win-win-win for the sponsor, for yourself, for mm-hmm. your own brand. But also for the listener, uh, like ideally, they will get really excited from hearing the sponsorship snippet and be like, oh, that's exactly what I need. And they almost like thank you for, for yes. telling them about it in your podcast. That's the ideal situation. So you uh, interviewed or like talked to several different podcasters about doing a sponsorship on their, their show. Is there any tip that you can give podcasters when they are starting a conversation with a potential sponsor because this is also a question that I get a lot especially on social media that people reach out like okay a sponsor a potential sponsor contacted me what do I do (laughs) (laughs) you know where do I start (laughs) (laughs) Um, well just talk to them and ask what they what they can offer what how they how they see it of course but from all the conversations with different podcasts that you had, do you have any tip how we can make sure that our personal brand really comes across to the sponsor that we're talking to? Yeah. So first of all, whether you're talking about sponsorship, no matter which customer you're trying to attract, whether it's listeners, guests, or sponsors, your personal brand really needs to be dialed in to begin with. They need to know the answer to these five things. Uh, And and these are the five critical questions that every great brand must answer. Number one, what sets you apart? What differentiates you? Number two, who do you serve? Exactly who? Number three, how do you serve them? Four, what qualifies you to serve them? And five, how does it make their life better? Those are all the questions that a great brand must answer, right? Right. And not just verbally, not just with language, but also with imagery, right? So you're pulling all of those things together. So when you've got that stuff together already and your brand, like they see consistency in your brand because they're going to look you up, right? They're going to look you up. They're going to go to your Instagram channel. They're going to go to your Facebook page, check you out on YouTube, you know, go to your website. So if they don't see consistency, first of all, if they don't see a message, like what sets you apart, how are you different, what are you doing and who are you doing it for, the answers to all those questions, if they don't see that, that's not going to help you. And then the next thing is they need to see consistency across the board everywhere, explaining who you are and what you do and, and answering all those questions. So if you have that dialed in, you are 10 steps ahead of the game. So that's important no matter what you're trying to do, because the the sponsor will get the essence of you, just like your guests and your listeners will. That same image and message is going to be out there. That definitely makes sense. And from that message, they can already see if you would be a good match or not. Once that's dialed in across all channels, they will have a really good understanding of what you do and if you can really help them get their message on your podcast out. That is really, really valuable information. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think it was really interesting to also hear how it is from your perspective to find a podcast to sponsor because, I mean, usually we have people on the show who have sponsors on their podcast, right? So it was really interesting hearing this different perspective. And I think personal branding is so important. So I'm also very happy that we could talk about that again on the podcast. I have seen a like such a growth in my business since the time that I started branding it at all, like just having a brand (laughs) still work in progress as always, but uh, like from having no brand at all to having a brand in place, it has made the biggest difference in my business. So for all podcasters listening, for everyone listening, honestly, 
really consider putting some more love and effort into your personal brand and reach out to Brandface if you need help because they are the expert in their field. So as you heard in this episode, they are super, super knowledgeable. Um, what is the best way for people to find out more about Brandface? So you can go to brandfacestar.com, brandfacestar.com. And if you just, if you think, hey, I've heard enough, I really want to like get this moving and talk to you guys and figure out what's involved in that, just go to discussyourbrand.com, cut through all the clutter, right? Go straight to the place where you can schedule a call with us. Awesome. We will also link that in the show notes. So you can go to the description and click the links there. Tonya and Michael, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was great having you here. Thank you, Anne. And thank you so much. You bet. And that's a wrap for this episode. And I have a gift for you. So before you go, do you ever feel like you're spending too much time on your podcast? Sure, it's fun, but it just takes you hours. I have definitely been there and I have a few tips for you. Click the link in the show notes to join my free five-day productivity for podcasters challenge. I promise you're going to love it. Hey, Podcast Babe, before you go, I want to tell you real quick about a free tool that we developed, a quiz. So if you have heard me talking about podcast monetization and all the different options that you have and you're like, okay, cool, but what's the right one for me? That is exactly what you can find out in this quiz. So if you go to thepodcastbabes.com forward slash quiz, you can answer nine questions. It will only take you five minutes. And one of the podcast monetization strategies will roll out of this quiz as the perfect strategy for you. Of course, I will also give you some tips on how to get started, some podcast episodes to listen to, specified to the outcome of your quiz. So go to the podcast babes forward slash quiz, take the quiz and start monetizing.